At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I'm taking my freedom, pulling it off the shelf, putting it on my chain, wearing it round my neck. I'm taking my freedom, putting it in my car, wherever I choose to go. It won't take me far. I'm living my life. Hello and welcome to episode five of Mamas on the Move. My name is Keisha. And I'm Brandy. And we are just going to get right into it. Y'all have no idea what it took for us to get here today. It took a lot. It took a lot. It took a lot. And it took a lot out of me um, just coming out of a sickness and just still wanting to honor my commitment, but do so in a way where it's like I'm not taking away from what we have to bring. Exactly. But I'm here. I, yes. f- I came in and told Keisha that I felt like I was rolled hard and put up wet. <laughs> and that's how I feel, man. And for those that don't know what that means, Keisha, explain. Because it took me. She said this for like she said this around me for like 10 years and I didn't know what it meant. So t- tell the people. Basically, in the equestrian world, when you race a horse, there is a grooming process- procedure after you finish and sometimes when you just gone so hard on the horse and you just don't feel like it you just ride the horse hard and put them up wet that's what it means so when you feel road when you had one of those days you feel road hard and put up wet yeah b has definitely had that i'm gonna let her stay over there with her sickness we gonna be (laughs) we gonna do that love from the you know from afar from afar distance yes Mm -hmm. um and then i have a super long night myself so we are just happy to be here and i appreciate you you know pushing through girl so we can like you say honor our commitment um, but with that being said, and then we don't have Kirsten today. Kirsten, we miss you already. Yes. But we appreciate for those who have showed up for us today. Kai and even Tori is out there helping us today. So we appreciate it. So we're going to get right on into it today. And um, I want to hear about your week first. My week. Um, well, I think we had. A, well, that wasn't last week. That was week before we did our Realtors Outlet. Right. Like, right. Yeah, okay. but we haven't talked about that. Like, no, we haven't talked about that. So um, a week or so ago, Brandy and I, and along with our girlfriend and colleague Miko, Miko the Realtor on Instagram, did an event called um, with our new, what is that? What would we call this? Our new... Uh, it's our new thing. Yeah, thing. It's a thing. <laughs> but anyway, it's, thing. it's called the Realtors Outlet. Mm-hmm. And Brandy, Miko, and I was really Brandy and Miko's brainchild. Um, and, and we pulled it together. But it was absolutely amazing. We had over like 370 agents to show up. And they flew in, drove in. I mean, they came from Philly, from Michigan, from DC, Detroit. Philly. Oh, yeah, Detroit it was crazy. Yeah, but all the Carolinas. Yes. Like, it was Florida. Unreal. People drove, yeah, Florida. People drove from near and far. I'm yeah. like, wow, this was... I've never experienced, I mean, obviously we've never done anything like that because, you know, at almost 18 years in this business, I have never known agents. Like, we're all at different brokerages, although you and um, um, Miko are both at Keller. You're in different offices. I'm with right. a different firm all together to come together and put something together like that. So we had such amazing support. So first and foremost, thank you for everybody that came out. Yes. Thank you for the support. Um, and uh, we're excited about continuing, continuing to grow and 
all of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, what did you think about it, B? I thought it was great. I thought we we were transparent yes. and we, we gave some nuggets that people had, um, you know, they, they could take away and mm-hmm. implement into their business. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think you touched on a real big piece, which is mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have the right the right mindset, then it's hard to really succeed in this business. Right. I talked about the disciplines that it that it requires yes. of you on a daily basis. Right. You know, Miko touched on the whole gamut, you know, like from the discipline to to the hard work that you have to put in. So I think we covered it all. I do, too. And yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I didn't think I think we all were taking it back because afterwards we spent like an hour taking pictures. Yeah. Like it was just crazy crazy but yeah. people just really need that like that level of support because this can be a tough business and yeah. I think it's why a lot of agents quit because they just don't know what to do next they don't yeah. know how to stay encouraged so I always say I'm blessed to have the tribe that we have the relationship that we have that you know I can call Brandy anytime day or night whether it's you know business person or whatever mm-hmm. but I also think you know because I tried to quit and not be a part of it for like five times that kind of <laughs> <laughs> that kind of talks about what we're going to talk about today but we'll get to that in a second but um but other than that i have started another diet this week um, okay <laughs> what's the name of this one? Oh well i'm kind of sort of doing the keto diet i don't really know if you can kind of sort of do it's it a variation of it well i'm doing my own little way of it because i don't think dj is safe if i completely cut it okay cut carbs but i lost a pound and a half yesterday in one day in one day See, girl, now now here's what here's what I'm proud of, right? I'm proud of you making the choice to commit, right? Yes. Now I'm going to hold you uh, accountable. Okay, that's yeah. that with this I'm going to hold you accountable cuz I want your success with this diet more so than anyone. Yeah. I, Lord, I like I Well, I mean, you made you it very do. clear last episode that I'm on I'm your only big friend. So, with that being <laughs> said, you know what I'm saying like No. Uh, you it was not point. right how she put it like but that. You, that was no, not I said am I I'm your only fat friend. You said, "Well, no, I didn't say fat." I said you, fat. You but I'm saying, "Okay, what about I was your only big friend. You was like, well, you know, all my friends are athletes. You know, we've all been to the final four in the Olympics and everything. So <laughs> did nobody right. say that. Anyway, you know. y'all, she is um she is exaggerating, okay? She's exaggerating. I don't I wouldn't dare talk about my friends in a way which would hurt their feelings. Okay. Mm-hmm. She knows that I'm sensitive to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when she pointed it out, I did have to kind of acknowledge, okay, she is my bigger, you know, the biggest friend that I have. So, oh, so you felt like that. First <laughs> no, of all, you brought it okay, up. Okay, well, no, let no, me say no, this while out. I'm the biggest friend that you have. Uh, uh, I cannot believe we're I've going here I've met a couple that's, that's, ten, that's ten a little close there, okay? You know, so don't make it seem no, like... No, 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 no. Oh, listen, yeah. <laughs> when I say big, in, in reference, you know, as it relates to height, you a big girl. Now, I even say I'm a big girl because I'm six feet. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 excuse me, not six feet because I just went to the doctor and they told me six. I was six one point four. So I'm actually taller than six feet. So, you know, now when I mean, because I reference me being a big girl just because I'm tall. We are, you know, oh, do you know that this fun fact, I got to share this. Only 1% of the entire population in the world is over six feet tall. Did that's, you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe that's why so many short guys are always trying to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well. We're like an anomaly. So that's cool. It's cool. That's why I don't mind the, the word big doesn't. Uh, offend me you know what I'm saying because we but are you said I was your, well let me because you said I was your biggest friend so with that being said I've met some yo, you, you guys Tracy's 6'5 so you didn't mean big by height but, but, but I appreciate you trying to okay, clean it good. up thank you okay mm-hmm. so we ain't got to go too deep into that y'all know what I meant right but anyway so that that's the realtors outlet was a big thing that wasn't actually last week it was the week before last we do this every other week but um it was that was an amazing event and and it definitely brought up kind of what we're going to talk about today um in terms of Personally, I just really been trying to grind and work on some things. So mm-hmm. it's been it's been that kind of mode. What's been going on? No, but a, a, you've been doing that, and I've been seeing the 
fruits of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like whenever I see you post and like you showing these houses and this is under contract and this, yeah. I'm like, keep working. Yeah, I'm Keisha, working. Keisha I'm back in that zone right now. Yeah. I think I got discouraged because I always want to be able to help every client. Yeah. And sometimes it's tough when you can't get it closed, when yeah. you can't close a person. Like I've not really experienced that much, but you know, I had to go back to the drawing board and say, what am I doing wrong? Not necessarily wrong. What do I need to do differently in order to accomplish the goal with this particular client? Right. Or whatever it is that I'm trying to do in my own life. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's just, it goes back to that whole mindset thing. So yeah, it's been, you know, but I tell you, spending more time with you and Miko has been helpful too right. with that. It yeah. really makes a difference. You know, when you, your, your tribe, man, it makes all the difference in the world. What kind of conversations are you having? Those things really make a difference. And even taking a step back when you've experienced fallout, because I had a season like one last quarter, I'm sorry, last year, the last quarter of last year, I had a tremendous amount of fallout. And it, it was like depressing, you know, yeah. the amount of fallout yeah. I had. So sometimes you got to take a step back and just kind of just regroup. refocus, mm -hmm. regroup, and and then realize what could I have done differently or what can I do differently? Because it's, it's, it's truly a numbers game. It is a numbers okay? game. Okay, because if, if you have enough if you have enough contracts in your pipeline, that one, two, or three, or four fallouts won't, are gonna, won't, won't impact you. As much, you know, right? won't affect exactly. you as much. That's always says. So that's, that's, that's important. Yeah. yeah. So we finished up fall ball this past weekend. Thank you, Lord. Have mercy, Jesus. I was at the ballpark every Friday. I mean, getting from our side of town to Cartersville that's on a, Friday. Yeah, that's a, ooh, oh, that's it was tough. a lot. So yeah. I'm glad fall ball is over. DJ is you know, still grinding. He's training five, six days a week now, which means I'm driving even more still. Yeah. But at least I don't have to deal with going up to Cartersville until the spring. And um, that's it for me right now. Yeah. Kinda, well, that's sorta. good. That's What's good. going on with you? You know, um, outside of the Realtors Outlet, which we already touched on, you know, which was um, just great. And we're looking to expand upon that and, and bring some more events for y'all coming soon. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, just getting through the week. Um, uh, yeah, just... It's, I've I've had to I've had some an emotionally draining week, you know, between sickness and just dealing with some personal family matters, mm -hmm. and then one of my um one of my son's former high school teammates, mm -hmm. uh, he plays for Tennessee State University, and uh, his name is Christian Abercumbry mm -hmm. Abercumbry, and you know we've been around I've been around Christian and his family, you know from since little league mm. you know because we play you know at the park sandtown mm -hmm. they train together through my buddy glenn's program i dare you so i've always been around his family and mm -hmm. um and him and his i know his mother very well stacy and you know um to those who don't know he was he suffered a severe head injury in saturday's game they played tsu played vanderbilt mm. and it was just a routine football play you know, he, he came to the sideline and um, and complained of headache and then he collapsed. Mm. And so they they administered, you know, CPR right there, carted him off the field, took him straight to the hospital. And um, they had to perform emergency surgery. Oh, Lord. And he is still in critical condition. And it's just, oh, my God, it's just it's one thing to hear about these stories. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a second thing to one, be personally impacted by it because I, I know him and his family. I know just how how good of a kid he is. I mm -hmm. know his mother who is just a, she's just a, a sweet, loving person, you know, always been supportive of our son, just a, just good people, mm -hmm. you know? So, so that weighed so heavy on my heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's been, it's weighed on me. I've been in my prayer 
closet every day praying for this young man, mm-hmm. praying for a full and complete recovery. And, and you know, it's just, it's just, Keisha, it's just, it has grieved me because I'm just praying that he will fully recover from mm-hmm. this. But we just don't know, you know, mm-hmm. all you can do right now is put your faith in God and, and trust that that he will completely be delivered from the circumstance that he's in right now. Right. You know, so I know we are going to talk more about faith and fear, but this was certainly, um, you know, when you when you experience something like that, it's certainly a test of your faith. Absolutely. And um, and so I've been I've been in deep prayer for for that young man. So I'm, I'm going to ask for and solicit you all's prayers to continue to pray for him that he comes out of this yes. on the other side. Oh, wow. I'm so, 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 so sorry to hear that. And I know it's got to impact, like you said, even more when it's somebody that you know. Yeah. You know, it's just more impactful. And it kind of, you know, even with you sharing that story kind of goes more into us what we're going to just go right into what our topic of of the week is. And that's to talk about faith over fear. Right. Um, And it's so hard sometimes to have faith when you are going through so much. And um, like I I vaguely mentioned that I tried to quit the Realtors Outlet, I think probably I would say four times. It was at least four times. At least four. Okay. At least four times. (laughs) Maybe more. more. Mm. But it was um, I I felt um, it was fear. I mean, it's just plain and simple. It was fear. I'm I'm a shy person. I know it's hard for people to. Here she goes. Brandy eyes went straight up. <laughs> it, I am. When I'm with you, you my girl, my family, my friends. I can be, you know, whatever. But getting in front of a room of your peers, first yeah. and foremost, that's hard. And feeling that I may have experienced judgment because I am not where I was at one time in my business. Right. Um, as some of you know, B obviously has been there with me through it all. But, you know, when I lost Daryl, that took a lot out of me. Yeah. And not just losing my spouse, but it was the having a cheerleader right. he was my I know he probably like, did you have to say I was a cheerleader but he was so no matter what I went through to come home to him at the end of the day and having that level of support because you know I had 17,000 jobs right. and he supported me in every one of them you know what I mean so until I got into real estate it was like wow she's finally found something that she's good at and even when things would be tough I would have his support so I just I started struggling with confidence mm-hmm. and so it's been like I talked about it at the Realtors Outlet it's like trying to keep a positive mindset continuously has been a challenge for me right. because when things don't go out I'm like you know what I just don't have it like I had it in I don't yeah. you know so it's, it's a struggle and I sometimes I, that was a huge platform mm-hmm. I mean we had far more RSVPs that showed up and we had what 370 something that showed up we had almost 500 RSVP. Right. So I was like, ain't no way in the hell I'm getting on this stage. <laughs> Y'all can, I don't give a damn what you say. You can call me a coward, whatever. I'm not doing it. And so that that whole, you know, trying to quit and y'all can't really be back in. And even the morning of, I think, or the day before, I was like, you know, I'll just be the moderator. Tell Jen she'll no, have to it do was it. two days before. It the was that day. Monday. It was that and, Monday. And we we had to we had to talk you off the ledge. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, Keisha, whether you realize it or not, your testimony itself was going to speak to somebody in that audience. Even though you're not back to where you once were, and we know it's it's only a matter of time, but your testimony was going to speak to somebody. Somebody need to hear that, you know, and just even you leading off with the whole mindset thing, mm-hmm. like mindset com- trumps everything. Yeah, it, it trumps everything. You can even have the discipline. You can even have the knowledge, yeah. but if you don't have the mindset and can't, and, and you can't put those two things together. Then you, you, you won't succeed. Right. So I'm, I'm glad that we were able to convince you to, to do now. to do to do it because people needed what you brought to that event. Yeah, and I think I just came more from a whole, you know, life is gonna happen. You yes. can be like like And Keisha, people don't even understand that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. until life happened to yes. us, we didn't know. Right. You know, we, we didn't know. It took us having those those 
experiences those deeply I mean, they, they, life changing yeah. experiences to really like put things in perspective and, and force you to to just adjust. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and, and that may take that it takes longer for some than than others right. to make that adjustment. Right. But it's still it's a process. And um and like you, I, I'm glad the support that we've had, the, the support that we've been for you. Right. You know, I pray that other people will have that during their times of need too. Me too. You know, me too. But, you know, and then I think sometimes it's Randy, you can be kind of tough. You know, and you know, I, I want to hear this. It's the athlete in you. I want to hear this. Whatever, because I think that sometimes, you know, just like you said, some people, everybody's journey is different. Yeah. And um, and everybody heals differently. Like yeah. you were more out. You know, you 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 hung out. I was more. I was out because that's how I handled that's how my grief. grieve. That's, that's how what I grieve. You know, so that that was, and not to say that that was the right thing to do. Yeah, but well, there's no right or wrong. That's yeah. well, you know, I, I think that's relative. I think people have to do whatever they feel. I tend to shut down from the world. That yeah. is the way I grieve, and right. that's the way I. Process I, I would have gone crazy had I done that. Yeah. Like my my way of processing my grief was to be active, was to be always doing something. Right. Which is has also, you know, I'm like. I, See, you know, we we it's good that we can be completely transparent yeah. on here because you yeah. know, like I mean, I've I've had my therapist, you know, I've had to talk through that because over functioning is is, is a sign. It's a, a sign. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's not good either. Right. You know, so 100%. it's like I was over functioning. Yeah. And even in my life today, when you say that word tough, you know, that's why I'm like, oh, I want to hear this mm-hmm. because um, well, you can be, and sometimes I think even with those of us that you love you can come across like, okay, that's what it is. Let's all right. Now you know what it is. Let's get it done. Yeah. You know, and I think that everybody doesn't process things that way. And I know it's hard for people to be like, you call somebody tough, <laughs> but she is. And, and you don't necessarily, you're not necessarily in that moment. Like yeah. I can't really receive what you're trying to say. Right. Whereas your mindset is like, okay, look, that's what it is. Now you need to dust yourself off, get yeah. up and let's get it popping. Yeah. Let's get it done. So everybody has different ways of dealing with things. My brother is more like you. Mm. Like, you know, look, okay. Okay, I mean, okay. But you know what? And that that speaks to like you you have to meet people where they are. Absolutely. And that's something that I've had to work on as a leader. You know, mm-hmm. just in my business, um, how I, you know, how I raise my children. Mm-hmm. You know, how I relate to my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, because I do. I think the things that I've gone through in life have kind of hardened me in a way to where I just. It's, it's hard for me to make excuses for people, mm-hmm. you know, or to tolerate excuses. Right. You know, because I could have made every excuse in the world, you yeah, know, with, sure. with my set of circumstances, I could have made every single excuse in the world about why I couldn't do this, why I can't, you know, why I, I should have stayed in Chicago. You know, so it's like because that's where my support system was, you know, like it's I, so. So here we are g- getting back to the conversation of faith over fear and, you know, I'm I'm rigid in certain areas because one, my faith is strong, mm-hmm. but two, you know, God is, you know, I'm a work in pro- I'm a work in progress, mm-hmm. and um and I do I want to be more sensitive to to the the fact that you know everybody processes things differently, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm I'm I am working on that, Keisha. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you know, I have my way I, things that I'm working on. Um, I can be, as you've told me, and my brother and many others that are close to me, that I can be um, harsh. I was gonna find the word, but thank you for you know what I'm saying. I lo- see what I'm talking about. <laughs> harsh? Would you say I can be harsh? Yeah, you, you I think I harsh. can be blunt. Harsh is blunt a different and word. harsh. No, blunt and harsh go kind of hand in hand. I don't know that I agree with that. I think blunt is one thing, but harsh is is a little bit of insensitivity in there too. 
Well, then we the same people. Maybe that's why we're alone. <laughs> Shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You act like you telling me something about myself you can't relate to. Okay? But I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, I definitely can be blunt. But I mean, when you call me, then I'm not the person to call if that's not what you want. Yeah, which so, is true. You know, but, but I you know, we call you because we know we need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, I get it. And when you call me about something... I'm just not as harsh. I'm going to land a plane yeah. eventually. I'm going to circle the airport, but I'm also trying to be sensitive to your feelings a but little just, bit. Well, okay. Well, but just because you circled the airport longer don't mean that when you finally land the plane that it's not, you know, a rough landing. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't okay. want you to think because you take longer to land the plane that it's not but, as impactful and it's rough sometimes. Mm, That's all I'm saying. Okay. But well, we, bo- know, we, we both, both gonna works work in that. progress. We, we, we both, both work in progress. But um, there are some things that I have absolutely, um, and I think I put a post up yesterday about, it's tough. Mondays in particular were really, really difficult for me when I was in the the depths of my depression because I would get up I would take DJ to school I would see all of this activity on social media about all these amazing things that people would go do I was like fuck that I'm going to bed <laughs> I ain't got the energy to do half the shit y'all talk about so I'm going to just do what I do best I'm about to go and get fired me golden girls law order and stop by the Waffle House you know but it's like it, it, and it's like I think social media makes it tougher yeah. but at the end of the day my faith is strong and because I know God has continued to bless me continue to deliver me from um, um. what is the word I'm looking for? The depths of despair. Yeah. Like I yeah. want people to understand. I get it. Like I get it. I have, I have told Brandy, I think this vaguely, but I remember about six, seven weeks after Daryl was killed and it was Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I believe it was, I'm almost mm-hmm. positive it was Thanksgiving. Do you remember this? When you reached out to me Yeah. and um, I had sent Ralph and DJ. Ralph is my son's godfather. I had sent them to my brother's house. We had had a little small something there. And I said, y'all go on over to George's house and then I'll meet y'all over there. But I had no intentions of meeting them over there. Mm. And I had already put the pills out on the nightstand. And I was going, I had already made sure that everything in my will was taken care of. Because if you die within six months of your spouse in the state of Georgia, I mean, I ain't trying to be funny. It was going to all be divided with all the kids. And I wanted everything to go to DJ. I know this is probably going to be, but it is what it is. I'm just telling it like mm-hmm. it was, okay? You're telling your story. And I'm telling my story. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure that my son would have everything. And then my brother and Les would be able to raise him. Mm-hmm. And I had thought this through. And I wasn't going to do it where I wasn't going to be pretty. So I was going to do it where I would just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, when you get up every single day of your life and you in pain, mm-hmm. The pain I experienced when Daryl was killed was something different than when mom when my mom was killed. I, it was it was it was like first of all I'm going through the same type of thing twice yeah. in a ten year period. So I'm now I'm, I'm mad. I didn't see I couldn't see my way out. Right. So when you called me at the moment you called me and I wasn't even gonna pick up because you know at that time I would leave folks at the gate. I know I, and all that kind of stuff. But something told me to pick up and you and what you said to me. Is what pulled me back. Mm. And it's vague to me now because it's been 10 years. It'll be 10 years, October 24th, since I lost them. And But you just spoke to my spirit. And I knew in that moment, I can't leave my son. Wow. And I'm a person that people look at as so strong. And she's been through so much. and she's, But I almost wasn't here. Yeah. So that's why sometimes I get frustrated when people are so hard on people because you don't know what people be going through. Yeah. And everybody don't have that phone call that stops them. And I don't know if I was really wanting to go through with it but but, I, but you were but, thinking but about I was it thinking but even 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 to it. the point yeah it, yeah if you were yeah. even thinking about it i was definitely thinking about yeah. it and and i and i hate that i know my son is going to listen to this but you know I, I i shared it with my brother so they're not going to be like totally shocked um but 
I just know it's hard to get up every single day in pain. And that is really where, whether if, if your faith isn't strong enough, you have to hopefully that you're around the people, the people that are around you at the time, their faith is strong enough for you yeah. when yours isn't strong enough for you to believe that this is not going to always be like this. Yeah. That if you just give yourself time, if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, what you feeling today won't be this strong a year from now. But some folks can't see that far. I mean, I've yeah. had people that I know personally that have just couldn't do it, couldn't take it. You know, it's because it, I, I don't know if I've even heard before the total backstory. No, I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I, I don't know before. that you've even ever shared the entire backstory because mm-hmm. I, I remember where I was specifically. I was on 285. The boys were in a car and we were all, we were about to get off on Camp Creek. I was I was heading home and I remember hearing you sobbing. And I just started praying and I just started praying like I don't even remember. I don't even know how the words came together. You know, I just feel like in that moment, God took over. Yeah. You know, because that's crazy, you know, that I called at the and I don't even know what triggered me to. I don't even know. I don't remember what triggered me to call you. Yeah. You know, I don't even know what it was, but I'm just so grateful. I'm so, so grateful for just the presence of God. Yep. And and I can re, I can reflect back on in my deepest, darkest moments of despair. I remember being in my car. This was after, you know, Bryce had passed. And this was maybe a couple weeks after he had passed. And I was just sitting in the car and I was driving. I'm like, Keisha, I had a moment similar to what you had. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm like, damn, what if, you know, what, what if, what if I wasn't here? How do I deal with this love, this, this amount of pain? Like, exactly. how do you, when will this, when will I ever not feel like this? Exactly. You know, when will I ever not, it's, but it, cause it felt like it was so far away. Like exactly. the pain was so overwhelmingly overwhelming. like just strong. So it's like, I just pulled my car over and I just cried out to God. I remember Kirk Franklin's song, um, Hosanna was playing. Mm-hmm. And whenever I hear that song now, it just gives me chills. But I kept, that's one thing I did when I, when, when I was going through that season of my life, I kept gospel music playing mm-hmm. in my car. I kept gospel music playing. And that one song just always resonates in my spirit. Mm-hmm. But I just remember pulling over and just crying out to God, like, God, why have you forsaken me? Mm. Like, how, how do you, right. how do you, how does somebody experience something so surreal? I saw that man Lord. Yeah. That's another podcast. Yeah, that's know? another that's, podcast. That's another, another podcast. But but I, I say this, Keisha, to say that I'm glad, I'm grateful that that I was what God needed, what you needed right. in the moment that you needed it. Right. And and you can only pray, like I told you, like what like you just said, when when people are going through whether it's grief, whether it's through depression, it is the prayers of others yes. that sustain you. Absolutely. So whatever you so you you have to be mindful when you see see people that may be struggling, mm-hmm. they may be in a cycle of lack, or they may be, or you may be dealing with a, a wayward child. Like you you have to pray to meet that person at their point of need. Right. Because only God can change their heart. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's going to be in a matter of his time, not yours. Right. You know, so the whole compassion thing and just, and, and really just trying to be empathetic and just, you know, praying for others is so real, y'all. It's yes, so real. It is. I got in my prayer closet this morning and I told you I'm dealing with some personal family matters. Mm-hmm. And I prayed, oh my God, I can't even, like I grown, it was, it was a prayer I prayed in, in the spirit in tongues. I don't know if people are familiar. I may be going mm-hmm. over people's heads, but mm-hmm. I prayed in tongues and I really just cried out for God to meet. I pray specifically for Christian. I pray for my husband. I pray for our children mm-hmm. who are all going through their personal, individual thing. You mm-hmm. know, life, life right. is, is dealing with them. Mm-hmm. 
You know, so, you know, on social media, you see all the things yes, we post yes. about our children and, and all of them are doing well. But trust me, along with that yes. comes a lot of burdens and yes. and just other things that they're dealing with as, as young men, as young yes, black men. Absolutely. So, you know, that's not always posted. You right, know, that's exactly. not always posted. Yeah, nobody posts that part. That's yeah. why I said that, you know, it's so you can't raise your children the way we were raised because we didn't have social media. Mm-hmm. Our world did not play out. They didn't have the competition of people that they didn't even know, which in their mind, it's like, well, this person has this, this person has that. And what am I doing? And, you know, and I mean, I deal with it. I'm 47. Yes. And I feel like, you know, all these ages out here, they do what the hell? And I'm from Atlanta and you know but that's been me blocking myself and also that I feel like God has been dealing with me on some stuff and telling me this made this direction over here is I want you in here too you know what I'm saying so it's because I don't even know if I desire that I was looking at I was telling Heather yesterday I was looking at some stuff I was pulling old numbers and I'm like I used to make a lot of money (laughs) you know like I mean I still do good but I made a lot of money Mm -hmm. when I was at the top of my game and I was like but I also remember the year that I made the most money in real estate I was in turmoil in my personal life. Yeah. Daryl and I were hardly speaking. Yeah. We were like ships passing in the night. You know, DJ, quite frankly, was more attached to his dad than me because mm-hmm. all I did was work. Right. Um. It was just it, so it's like to find that balance is always the challenge. But um. But again, I, I swear to God, it, 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 I to this day, like I said, I don't know. I just broke down when you called me because yeah. I knew where my head was. I knew what I was about to do. And I don't know. But I thank God he used you because life has been so good. Yeah. You know, he's gotten so much better. Right. But I understand and I can get it when people are in a place of despair. And you just feel like I just can't wake up one more day and take a breath and it hurt like this. Yeah. Because grief manifests itself in you physically. Oh, yeah. Like it affects you physically. You know what I'm saying? So I told somebody the other day and um, that when I was grieving, when I was going through my situation, mm-hmm. right, I had lost so, my hair had fallen out. Mine too. I have all my hair had fallen yep. out. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was for the first time in my life, I had, I had wore weave, mm-hmm. and I had lost so much weight, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're going through it, you're looking at, you're looking at your, you don't see yourself. You don't see it. You don't yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. My sister told me that she would see me, and it, it would bring her to tears. Mm-hmm. It would bring her to tears because I just didn't look like myself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. absolutely, grief can take a toll. Grief and depression, and it depression. don't even necessarily have to be grief. It doesn't. No. You know, just the stresses of life. Right. I've had people who've gone through horrific breakups. Yeah. And they were like, I hate to be and talking to you, you about out. this because I know you lost your husband. I'm like, man, pain is relative. Yes. If you're going through something, it may not be that you lost a spouse or a family member, but if you're hurting and you're in pain, it's all relative. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's any less painful for you, That's right. you know, than what you're going through. So I, I, I think that we really do just have to continue to stay in prayer. But I think it's so important to, to emphasize that your circle has got to be the people around you have got to be people that really want to see you be better. Yeah. And not person a person who's going to commiserate with you yeah. because you do enough of that on you. We do enough of that on our own. So you cannot because misery does love company. That oh, saying yes. came from somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to be careful about the people that you speak your pain to your issues to. Sometimes it's like B said, you might just want to get in on your knees and your closet and talk to God and leave some things. That's the other thing. I don't I, I have a love hate relationship with social media. But that's the other thing. People tell everything Girl. on social media. Everything ain't for the world to consume. Yes. Keep your business, your house business you need to keep that in the house some yeah. things you know what I'm saying just need to stay and you just pray to God to work through with some situations that you're going through but but um but yeah so looking back in hindsight you know I thank God that that didn't take place um and thank God for you um because my son I don't know where he would be if he didn't have me yeah. you know even though he would have had an amazing support system but they ain't mama and you know we always have to reflect on what our big why is and I think for the both of us it was 
it wasn't, you know, like, okay, my, our boys don't have nobody but us. Right. So they, that's naturally, they were our why. Right. You know, but I think as we um, become more mature and, yeah. you know, we grow in our faith, like what you and I have realized that we are more than mothers, Absolutely. you know, and I think we, we feel like now we have a responsibility to, um, to pour into other women, you know, right. or not just women. It's, it's men that listen to our podcast oh, yeah. and then oh, they yeah. are, you know, affected or impacted by what we have to share, by, mm-hmm. you know, our experiences and us overcoming those experiences and, and living through as, as living, walking, breathing testimonies of what God can do. Absolutely. You know, so. So I'm just I'm grateful. I'm grateful, Keisha. I'm grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful for um you know, just our ability to to rely on our source because we know where our strength comes from. We Absolutely. know where, you know, like this whole faith thing that we talk about, like it just can't be talked about it. You have to live it. Right. You know, it's, it's something that you have to live. And and, you know, when I moved here from Chicago, I had no idea how, you know, things were going to manifest with my three young boys. I didn't know how, but I knew who. You know, I knew who I knew God was going to elevate us. I knew that he would make provision for us. I knew mm-hmm. that he was going to put me in. a. But it, that was still all based off what I believed. Right. If you don't believe that. Right. Then it, how, how will it ever manifest if you don't believe it? Right. But still, like there were things that were happening around me that still, you know, I went through some very trying hardships, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, real estate is cyclical, y'all. Yeah. And I'm doing pretty good now, but it ain't always been the case. Okay. It ain't always been the case. Let them know. So, Whew. so we still here. We still here. Yeah, we here, we still together. We girl. still together. Girl. Oh, you probably just gave me your virus. <laughs> Shut now, up. Give me a life saw wife. Now it's a 24 hour virus. Okay. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, like friendships mean the world to me, my close friends and family. And like I said, I feel for those that don't have it. And, and I just want people to understand when you're looking through the, you know, uh, looking through these phones and you're seeing all these hey, people ain't posting. Most people are not going to tell you. You know, and that's why we still have to make sure we check on folks. Yeah. You know, you just got to make sure you check. if the spirit move you to check on folks, then you just need to check on them. And I don't mean a text. I mean, sometimes you got to call people. Sometimes you got to do a drive by. I know I'm being a hypocrite <laughs> right there. <'cause... laughs> oh, you're talking about, yeah, we couldn't just leave it at a call with Keisha because she shows in all of us to voicemail. I had to show up at her gate. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, so you know, but that that is what we 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 really wanted to touch on today was faith over fear, and I think both of us both of us sharing our testimonies and our stories. Hopefully, it's encouraged you guys to keep pushing because what I know for sure is that if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, what you're feeling right now today will not be always. And don't make a a permanent decision about something that's temporarily going on in your life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Ooh, child, that was kind of heavy. That was honey. heavy. That drink. was heavy. And Lord. I can't drink that right. little Bailey's in this coffee over here. Bailey's in the coffee. You know, seriously. But um, so we're going to move to the next segment in our podcast. And mm-hmm. that is Ish My Kids Did This Week. Girl, what did DJ do? <laughs> Everybody be like, what did DJ do? He was like, mom. But let me tell you, girl, it, we don't know what we're going to do with Spanish. So he is struggling in Spanish. I've been trying to find him a tutor, so if anybody knows a good Spanish tutor, hit me up. He had one last year, but she's changed her hours to only before two on Saturday and Sunday. I'm like, what the hell are we supposed to do with that schedule? <laughs> so that definitely ain't going to work. But um, he going to tell his auntie Kay, my brother's wife, he going to tell her that he feel like if she was Spanish, she would do better. She's black. And he don't get, the, he doesn't receive it the same way that if she was Latina. And I said, okay, but at Our Lady Mercy, 
She was Latina. Right. Uh, well, Latino, I don't want to offend anybody, but, you know. But he, he still struggled. He, he, yeah. Oh, oh he fell flat. He flat out was really struggling over there. He talking yeah. about, yeah, but she was older. I said, so basically you want J-Lo. You want somebody <laughs> beautiful, young. And, you know and you, what I'm you, saying? You so can't you can learn lessons you J-Lo. Learn, you can't learn the lessons J-Lo. So, you know, that's what he, that boy is a whole show in himself. But um, he's walking around. He'll be 17 November 1st. So, Oh, I just can't believe he's about to be 17. That's crazy to me. But um, but my brother sent me a message the other day and he was like, he's just so focused right now. He mm. was like, I he's manifesting going to the majors in his life. And oh, I just wow. I, my brother said that. And I was like, you know what? His work ethic is so strong on the baseball field. Uh, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's getting better in the class. So he has that, and I told him, I said, DJ, this is the best semester for you to do it because you only have Spanish, English, and history. And right. then he has, um, he has, he loves to say, I got PE too. DJ, don't tell, don't say to me one more time that you have you AP. Right, don't tell me that again. You ought to <laughs> you, have. We a only look at core classes, right, okay? Like core classes, and I said you have B's and O's. So if you could just get Spanish up, his auntie K bet him a thousand dollars if he got straight A's. A thousand dollars. I told her, girl, your money's so safe. It could be safe for four <laughs> Could be safe for if it's in Fort Knox. I promise you right there. That mo- Listen, I love him. It ain't, but you know I'm what, just DJ, saying that. You better go out there and prove him. Prove your mama prove wrong. wrong. I'll match it prove if you can. Mama. I'll match it. I and would match it. I, I don't know if I can do the whole thing, but I'm going to do half of that, DJ. Okay. I'm going to do half of that, DJ. See, DJ, no, so let's do the bad one, two. That's $2,500 if you get straight A's, DJ. That's Ooh, a lot wait. of money. That's a lot come of money to go towards Come with it, DJ. Come with it. But yeah, that's what we working on, girl. We just trying to get out of Spain because I'm like, I'm not Spain. Spain. Trying to get out of Spanish, but other than that he's he's been pretty pretty focused he's um he's been doing a lot more socially so yeah. you know i've been i've been kind of watching him do more socially you know i asked him the other day why you don't have a girlfriend i said you don't have a girlfriend he's like no i said you don't have a boyfriend do you and he was like no i'm like i mean hey because you know as parents we got to be open and uh but but no he's right now we still open. <laughs> Well, that's good. It's, it's, yeah. it's one that's good that he doesn't have a girlfriend right now because right. it's hard to be extremely mm-hmm. focused mm-hmm. and have a girlfriend too. And in being a student athlete, you really don't have a whole, whole lot of downtime. Oh, you don't. You really, really don't. You and don't. a girl to get you all off focus and stuff like that. So I, I'm, I'm okay with him not having a full out girlfriend, but, you know, talking to people and all that good stuff. What's going on with your boys? So um, it's good that you brought that up because uh, Chase has been, and Chase has always been the one that I've had to stay on top of. Mm-hmm. I mean, all over on top of him. <laughs> oh, but he's great, right? So, um, but he's done tr- he's done tremendously well. We got our uh, oh, wow. our uh, progress reports last week. Okay, and the both of them are excelling, all A's and B's, with the exception of Chase is um, struggling in his uh, pre calculus class. And um, I'm gonna throw that we're gonna need that in real life, Chase. Don't worry about it. But I'm throwing it out there. I do need a tutor. We do need a tutor. So right. um, the tutor that I used for our other sons last year, mm-hmm. um, she's no longer tutoring. It was uh, Afro. Was it Afro? Math, mathematics or something like that was the name of her company mm-hmm. but anyway she's she's out of business so i am in need of a uh, a math tutor for him but other than that they are just so extremely focused right now that's so good they, they're focused and i actually chase the same thing you know you know how when they ask those questions on oh um, yeah ask me a question yeah, yeah. yeah and so you'll you'll see the little because of course we stalk our kids pages right, right? of course so Absolutely. and then you'll see like he'll put a question out there and then uh, i'll see a little response from saying hey bae or something like that i'm mm-hmm. like who is bae who is, who is, bae? is this right who is he's that? like man you know i don't have no girlfriend that's just some, <laughs> you know somebody one of my friends uh-huh. but I'm, I'm glad that it's that way right now because mm-hmm. they do they have some lofty goals you know he's a senior this year he's trying to finish strong so girls can only detract from that i think in my opinion and and my my 
oldest son had a come to Jesus moment on that. Because, you know, Jaden had, has had a girlfriend since his freshman year in high school. Right, I remember. You know, all throughout high school, mm-hmm. his freshman year. Mm-hmm. And it did take away from his focus. Mm-hmm. And the moment he kind of figured that out, you know, like that's when and he made the adjustments. But he's facing some trials, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he's facing some trials. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the whole part of life thing that you yes. that they have to endure. Ooh. But his parents is still hard because, you know, he pulled his hamstring right before camp. Mm-hmm. So that's limited him in, um, in his ability to go out and compete right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, a, it, you know, d- when you are raising young athletes, mm-hmm. like it is, I mean, dealing with injuries, dealing with disappointment, dealing mm-hmm. with, um, you know, just just their 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 expectations, you know, just trying to manage all of that. Just the focus piece, keeping, yes. you know, keeping them focused and not distracted by all the other things that are going on around them. It right. is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So but outside of that, they're they're all doing good. You know, like that. The perspective that you gain when you hear of you know, stories like my, my, like Christian mm-hmm. Abercrombie, like it's, mm-hmm. it's like, Lord, I'm just so thankful for their health. I'm mm-hmm. thankful for just their, you know, they are good. They're good kids. Keisha. Yeah. We got yeah. some good yeah. kids. Yeah, we got some good boys. Yeah, I mean, we, we do. Really do some good young men. And this morning I was leaving the gym and I had a message from his school. And anytime I see a message, I'm like, that. what is it? You know, what could this possibly be about? But they actually received a threat last night on social media for somebody to do something crazy at the school today. Mm. So the principal was leaving a message to his parents and, and, basically they had the police law enforcement was called immediately and they investigated and found out that they they, I guess went to the kid's house found out his account had been hacked by somebody out of state Mm. but just getting that message was so unsettling for me I'm like this is just like the stuff that that we have to deal with and our kids have to deal with so I didn't even tell DJ about it until right when he got ready to get the car I honestly thought he had probably heard about it on social media right. somebody reached out to him so I said you heard about what happened he was like no what and I told him he said well just know I'll be the first thing up out of here if anything like that go down. so don't worry about it he told me we don't need them problems right. so I said yeah you are absolutely right but um but yeah, so you know we do. We have to deal with so much outside. If we can keep them focused on the inside, in terms of what goes on in our house, we still sending them out to the world every day. That's right. And even going to school, you got to worry. So today I've been a little off. You know that that shook me up. Yeah. You know just the fact that I have to even think about something like that. And of course, him being in public school, I'm like, see, I ain't had these problems when I was in classroom. <laughs> but <laughs> Girl, it happens everywhere. It happens okay, everywhere. it happens everywhere. But um, so that kind of shook me up. But yeah, we do. We have good boys, and I think about it sometimes when I'm stuck in traffic driving to Cartersville, or yesterday when I after that long day I had to take him to Vinings to go train and all of that stuff and you know I always remember what my friend said he was like do you know how many parents wish this is all they had mm, to do they girl, sitting up in court fighting for their children's freedom yeah, you know say that spending 50000 that they don't have a 10000 whatever and God forbid they don't have any money for an attorney right. they just dealing with the court attorney court appointed attorney so when I think about that yes I would much rather be exhausted at the end of the day yeah. and, and, and dealing with that with my son but um it's been um it's been a it's been a whirlwind since um since the realtors outlet. It's been crazy because I'm going back to that because the amount of agents that have continued to reach out to me and just say thank you. Mm-hmm. Like that that to me makes me feel so good. When you come from a place organically yeah. and you genuinely want to see people win. Right genuinely yeah want to see people win okay yeah that's that you gotta put that out there because it ain't always that way Mm -hmm. way, you know what i mean because we yeah so anyway mm, mm. well on that note um i think we should uh talk about who our mama on the move is this week um oh okay i gotta pull it up and i don't even know if i know how to pronounce her name lord brandy we gonna struggle through it 
Yeah, we're going to struggle through it. I'm going to try my best. Because as y'all know, we always like to to acknowledge a fellow mama on the move because, you know, we are all out here just trying to do our very best. Mm -hmm. And that is um, be the best, whether it is, you know, as it relates to tending to our families, being businesswomen and entrepreneurs and trying to maintain the social aspect and and have some balance through it all. So, you know, we always want to acknowledge and honor another woman or sorry, mama on the move. So you all, if you want us to acknowledge us, please send us an email to we are mamas on the move at gmail.com. Again, that's we are mamas on the move at gmail.com. Okay. That was perfect timing because I found the young lady. Her name is. Hmm. What do you think that is? Let right me say. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. How would you say that? Austin. Well, it's why? just it's just spelled very uniquely. A W S T Y N. Austin. Okay. Well, now I'm a, don't need to know if I want her to be the mom on the booth. You better Austin. I would never have thought that that was Austin, but you're right. A W S T. It's phonetically spelled. Austin. Austin. Yeah. Okay, so this week's Mama on the Move is Austin Cochran. And I'm just going to read her email. Hi, ladies. Let me first just say congrats on your podcast. I follow you both on Instagram, and you two are amazing at what you do, and I'm taking notes. Second, sometimes we just have to toot our own horn. Beep, beep. I am nominating myself for Mama of the Move, Mama of the Week, because, and this is why. My name is Austin, produced, sound, pronounced Austin. <laughs> I read that there bit. it is from St. Louis. I'm a mother of two beautiful boys like you, Brandy. Brandy has three. She said Jordan age five and Aspen four months. I hear you both talking about your teenagers and I'm like, that will be me one day. Jealous of their little girlfriends. Keisha laugh out loud. <laughs> anyway, I'm a newly licensed realtor and I just got my license in June while I was on my three month maternity leave. I am now back at my full time professional job from 730 to four each day and I attend school. She from St. Louis or Jamaica. She doing a lot. <laughs> I am three months away from having my bachelor's in business. Go, While girl. I am not a single mother, I raised my sons with my fiance. It is still challenging from cooking to studying, responding to my new clients, being an attentive mother, waking up at midnight at 4 a.m. to feed my little baby and making time for their father. Let me just say, woo, child. Girl, yes. I feel the same way yes. for you. Yes. Sometimes I just fall asleep when I'm putting my boys to sleep. My friends say I haven't missed a beat, but I feel like I have so much to accomplish to secure my family's future. I plan on starting my own real estate firm when I really learn the business and have time to breathe. So I just wanted to represent for all the mamas who have a fully loaded plate, but don't complain because the goal is to eat. Mm. Keisha, I purchased your ebook and loved it. Thank you. And I have showings tonight when I get off work. Pray for your girl. And her Instagram name is Austin, spelled A-W-S-T-Y-N, Adrian, A-D-R-I-A-N-N-E. Well, Austin, you are our um, this week's Mama on the Move. We really appreciate you reaching out to us. You do have an extremely full schedule. Um, and, um, again, we're glad for your support. Glad you listen in. And, um, and again, keep being great. And keep being great. Absolutely. So, um, what 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 else would I want? It's something else I want to say real quick before we got off um, about stuff. Have we done that in a minute? What's no, in your DMs? No, we haven't really done that. What's in your DMs? 
Brandy. You got anything in your DM you want to You know what? It's, it's been so much of the response from Realtors, Realtors Outlet. Outlet. Yeah. You know, so so that that is, and it's like, okay, but <laughs> people saying the same thing, but right. it's great. We yeah. appreciate it because it, it was an overwhelming response. Right. So that's mostly what's been in my DMs. Well, I got an older gentleman who's sending me screenshots every morning, and I want to say, I want him to stop. Okay, now I'm trying to call him out. <laughs> right. Let's add him. I, I, I mean, he probably <laughs> no. Let's a, just block him he's right now. A bit okay, of a fan. I mean, it's not. I just don't want you to see me double screenshots. You scare me a little bit. Okay, no. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. You need to stop before <laughs> okay. we, we report you. And then the other thing is, um, you guys, I appreciate. You know, I share my life with you guys. I appreciate your, you know, being involved and stuff like that. But when you come up to my child. If you see him out and you say, I'm your auntie so-and-so, he doesn't know you. It's a little <laughs> stalkerish and unnerving. So I understand y'all know him through my Instagram. <laughs> uh, I, I want to continue to share him with you guys. But, you know, when you see my kid out, just tell him that it's from Instagram, that you follow me and that kind of stuff. Don't walk up to my baby talking about I'm your auntie. He looking at you like, uh, <laughs> I see who. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> I know all my aunties, you know. Okay. But no, seriously, we appreciate you guys' support. And until next time, keep moving, mamas. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.